It's showtime. Hey, welcome to Did You Watch Survivor last night? This is the only fun Survivor podcast. My name is Jake Scheidel. Each week I ask my best friend, Thomas Powell, if he did indeed watch a certain reality show. Hey, Thomas, how are you doing today? Jake, I'm doing all right. Um, I Surprisingly, Zen, considering the national championship game is going to be played in about two hours. And uh, I think by the time I finish recording this and, and get ready to watch that, I'll be a little more nervous. But I've got something to do to occupy myself before then. So that's nice. It's Mario versus Wario. Yes, it's true. Yep. Uh, who are you rooting for? I'm rooting for Mario. You know it. It's a me. That's right. Jim Harbaugh. Um, oh, that's funny, because he's the coach. What do you think will be the outcome of this game? I had Not somebody ask hope. me that yesterday, and the answer that I gave was Michigan 34, uh, Washington 21. So that's what I'm going to stick with. Uh, okay, so this will likely be up after that game is yeah, already so started. Either I'm going to look very smart or very <laughs> dumb. So we'll see. Well, you were recently on a basketball podcast where you correctly predicted everything that would happen to our good friends, the Detroit Pissed Offs. Yeah. I saw that. Somebody wrote that joke on uh, Twitter. and I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Right down to, I did actually uh, predict that the game, one of their games against the Jazz, they would lose because Kelly Olenek played well against them. So I'm, I'm that good. So. We'll see if I keep that <laughs> momentum going. Uh, yeah, let's go chips. Not chips. Uh, what are they called? Go blue. Yeah, fire up Wolverines. <laughs> fire up Wolverines. Uh, we're rooting for you over here at Did You Watch Survivor Last Night? The only fun Survivor podcast. Uh, Thomas, you mentioned being Zen leading into this here game. Is that because you potentially watched Survivor China last night? As it so happens, I did. So this episode was called A Chicken's a Little Bit Smarter. First aired September 20th, 2007. How old would you have been September 20th, 2007, Thomas? Uh, I would have been 16 years old. I would have also been 16 years old. You know we're driving these days. Um... Usually we, at this point, will talk about our high school football team because they're always winning, you know? But I thought, what about, what if we change it up this year and instead talk about movies? Thomas, tell me, the week of September 20th, 2007, what was the number one movie? Wow, the number one movie? Um, oh, I'm trying to place what it maybe would have been. Um... Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say The Hangover. Was The Hangover out? The Hangover was not yet out. I believe that was 2009, maybe? Okay, so I'm, be I'm behind a little bit. Yes. Uh, it was a movie called The Brave One. Do you remember that? Oh, I've, I remember the title. Who was in that? It was Jodie Foster, Terrence Howard, Naveen Andrews, and Mary Steenburgen. Oh, not every nook and cranny, John. Um, let me, uh, yeah, it was like, wasn't it like an action movie? It appears to be an action movie, yeah. yeah. I had never heard of it. Uh, directed by Neil Jordan. Is that anybody to you? Um, the, again, the name sounds familiar, but I couldn't 
place what movies he's done. Uh, he, he did the brave one. I know that. Okay, he did do that. Yeah. Um. It. I don't know. I'm. Not, I don't think I'm gonna watch this movie. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, I don't remember it. it. It's not. It doesn't. What was the idea of the me. top five? What's the rest of the top five? No, Thomas. I had to look <laughs> up the top one for two different weeks. You think I looked up the top five? All right, fine. No, I went to the website that would have told me, and it didn't make sense to me. I didn't understand all the numbers that were presented to me. So I went to <laughs> wikipedia.org and looked at the You're number like, one movie. What is, what is this, just arithmetic? Get this out of here. Yeah. You can pay us on patreon.com if you want to do that. Uh, do you care how our high school football team did this week? I didn't think you were going to ask about that, so no, I hadn't emotionally invested okay. myself in it yet. It's still on my notes before I came up with the movie idea. I think the movie idea is more fun. Uh, we start in ultra-modern Shanghai, but they're traveling back in time 5,000 years. What did you think of this? Phrase? I thought it was great. I like that they, they have them taking like a big journey from the city to go to a more remote location. I really liked that they were on a train instead of a boat like they usually are. That was very fun. Um, let's see what else. Um, oh, Jeff gives us a two to three word synopsis of each person. I think that was, this was great. Yes. This was really. F- a gay flight you know, attendant. <laughs> gay Mormon flight attendant. Yeah, that was. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I forgot incredible. a very important detail there. He is, in fact, an ex-Mormon. Um, very interesting. Uh, they walk us, excuse me, they themselves walk into this temple surrounded by locals. PG is feeling grateful because she is Chinese and recently lost her grandfather. Is that right? Yeah, that sounds right. Uh, they attend a Buddhist welcoming ceremony. Courtney hates it. Can you believe it? I like the was it, is that the uh, oh no that's the New York girl right yeah I kind of I like Courtney I'm gonna I'm gonna put that out there right yep. there yep Courtney's the best uh, bring her back uh, or anybody who is similar to her we need more people like Courtney on this show uh, just some, somebody to be like what's happening right now is fucking dumb. Like, is anybody else seeing I, how dumb this I is? I love an unenthusiastic uh, contestant. Too much enthusiasm from the contestants now. Thomas, I think Courtney Yates is to mid-2000s Survivor what you would be to New Era Survivor. Yes, a hater. I love a hater. We love haters on this podcast. Haters, haters wanted. <laughs> That's why haters we always talk about the Miz at Christmas. The spirit of Christmas. <laughs> The spirit of Christmas is alive in Courtney Yates. Uh, Leslie refuses to worship any other god than Jesus. Oh, this was Jeff saying this wasn't a worship ceremony. <laughs> this is the most American evangelical shit of all time. Because I couldn't do it. I like that there was a point it's, later in the episode where she said she was like, this is all part like God has a plan for me bringing me here. And I was like, yeah, the plan is to try to win a million dollars. Like, what more plan do you need from this? It's like walking into a historical fiction drama film and then being mad that they took creative liberties in the movie because they're not accurate to history. I'm like, I'm stepping out. But you you know this isn't real, right? Like, it's not... 
Jeff told you this is something other than what you think it is. Yeah, that's well, she didn't trust that, you know, the, the devil has many temptations, so. Yeah, the devil's greatest trick in the world was Buddhism. This is also like the evil Jeff Probst era, so you don't know if you can trust him. That's true. Uh, Leslie says she's not a religious person, but she does have a relationship with Jesus Christ. I found it so interesting that she says Isn't she, she doesn't Isn't she a Christian have, radio host? Uh, yeah. So, like, what is your... How are you... What do you mean you're not a religious person? <laughs> she has a business relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah, I guess. They don't get to take their suitcases because of Buddhism. Made a lot of sense. We all appreciated it. Uh, Jeff gives each tribe a copy of The Art of War. Have you read The Art of War, Thomas? Uh, no, I have not. Um, I know that there's uh, a lot of The Art of War is stuff about, um, you know, like how to feed your troops and stuff like that. It honestly, I thought it was a super long book. Uh, it's, I think it's like three paragraphs long. I'm exaggerating, but it's, it's so much shorter than people realize. Yeah. It's a quick read. It's a very quick read. I think I read it in like 20 minutes and I am not a fast reader. Um, it's, it's, I literally, I literally read it for D and D, uh, because, so that you could learn, uh, you could learn Sun Tzu Machia Machiavelli tactics. I wanted to learn how to be a bad guy, uh, and I think I did so successfully. Thank you. Okay, so let's talk about this Phalong tribe. Aaron tries to be a subtle leader. Uh, Courtney is annoyed at everybody around her. Obviously, Courtney would kill it on New Era Survivor. Correct. Jean Robert doesn't believe that Todd is a flight attendant. What did you think of Jean Robert? I loved this interaction because it was two bullshitters and one of the the worst bullshitter thought he was getting one over. Well, Jean Robert says one of his greatest strengths is his ability to He's read instantly, people. you know when you read people, you definitely want to tell them immediately. Mhm. Mm what you think about it? I'm actually I just very it, good at reading energy. The, the the best thing that you could do there after he says that is to just like nod along or whatever. But I like the response to being like, can you not tell people that you think that? Because I don't want to be thought of as like one of those ones or whatever. And I was like, these are two people that think that they're way more devious than they are. What did you think of Todd? Todd, uh, devious is the word that I would use um, if I was being... <laughs> Based on the the react, every single like talking head that we got from Todd and the way that Todd carried himself the entire time, I would also say evil because it was literally like <laughs> I've got them in the palm of my hands. They'll believe wow. anything I tell them. You hear it here first, folks. Thomas thinks gay people are evil. <laughs> over on Zon, who they well, build man, the shelter? Who won't I? Yeah, man, I'm I'm all over the place today. <laughs> Uh, they built a shelter on, on Zan Hu. Uh, they talked to Ashley about being a wrestler. Um, do you remember so, uh, Ashley the wrestler? Yeah, it's Ashley Massaro, right? She uh, she unfortunately passed away uh, recently. Yeah, she did. Um, very sad to see that. Uh, I really liked Ashley, though. I did, too. Uh, PG can't get in with the silliness of her tribe. Uh, she's feeling especially serious. Too much work to do. I feel like PG's having a very hard time, but I overall liked her in the I two like episodes I like PG. She just watched. needs to chill a little bit. I think that you've got, like, a couple of, like, big-time type A's on this tribe that are rubbing people the wrong way, and they probably rub me the wrong way, too. 
Yeah. I find that interesting. I feel like Survivor, at least back in the day, would often cast type A people, and it made for great TV because uh, they're constantly butting heads. And now it's all type B people who can't climb ladders and quit because they want to vape. I so, will say the other tribe kind of did have that going a little bit. Uh, <laughs> that's especially true. That when the, the one of the take charge people. Well, I guess, no, that was this tribe. This tribe's the one that's got chicken on it, right? I couldn't. I can't tell you. Yeah, I'm pretty. Well, I think initially this tribe was pretty directionless and uh, they didn't want to listen to chicken for building advice. And then chicken was being really passive aggressive about not giving anyone any advice when they actually needed it. And then, uh, you know, the, the, the type A's took charge. As they should. Um, over on Faye Long, Leslie is amazed by James's work ethic. Oh, James. So, I, this is, I know James has been on a few times, right? Yes, he is uh, very popular. What an angel, at least from my first impression of him. He seemed like such a sweetie. Yeah, of course. Um, oh, yeah. You, fun fact about James uh, he and Amanda are one of, I don't know, maybe three or four pairs who have all been on three seasons, and all three seasons they've been on, they've been on the same season. Interesting. So, at, yeah, James and Amanda is one. Um, Colby and Jerry, who we haven't really gotten into much on this show, but, you know, we all remember them. And, oh, of course, Cops Are Us. Remember them? Yes. Our favorite yeah. alliance. Um, there might be another one or two in there that I'm forgetting, but I know those are the three big ones. Uh, over on Zahn, who Ashley is sick. Uh, she says she'll make it through because she once wrestled with 104 degree fever. This made me worried in the post-COVID world. I guess this was before COVID. Oh, my God. But COVID came from China, remember? Yeah, maybe Ashley Massaro is patient zero. <laughs> Jake, you're, I'm going to say that you're going on record to say that that's the case. 100%. Yeah, COVID was actually lying dormant in Ashley Massaro's body for 10 years before, uh, 12 years before, um, before it showed up in America. Yep, you heard uh, it here first, folks. <laughs> and now, you know, it's interesting, isn't it? Uh, at the immunity challenge, they have to go through a big maze, jump over a wall, get a key, and then place their poles in specific holes. Decent challenge. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I thought that uh, it was like a solid challenge, and then I, I especially liked that um, you had two... I mean, the teams both performed well, like especially with, uh, with James and... Um, what's the uh, parkour guy's nickname again? Oh, Frosty? Frosty, yeah, like they were both performing super. Like, I think Frosty, I would feel annoyed if I was him because I think if it was he was going up against almost any other Survivor contestant, they probably would have won comfortably. But Mm. he's going up against James. Yeah, yeah. the The way James leapt from one obstacle to the next without even touching the ground. Like he came off screen. He came in from off screen. He's so much bigger too. Like Frosty, you know, looks more like. A, I mean, I think it's easier for him to maintain his balance with his size. So, but they were both very impressive. What's your take on Frosty? What's your th- uh, what? What do you do? You like him? I do like him. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, me too. I like Frosty a lot. Uh, Fei Long wins over on Zon Hu. PG tries to get Chicken's opinion on building the shelter, but Chicken is completely unhelpful in her opinion. How do you feel about um, Chicken, Jake? What's your opinion on Chicken? Uh, if I had to give my opinion on Chicken in one word, I would say, damn! Yeah, I agree. Uh, Pretty good bit. I think that Chicken brought just enough for the time that he was on screen, but I think I had had my fill of him by then. Yeah, uh, people talk a lot about Survivor First Boots. They do a whole season of First Boots, uh, and Chicken is uh, first ballot on that cast list, that fantasy cast list. I would love to see Chicken back on there, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I, I got so excited that. when he came up on the, the opening credits and it just said chicken next to him. I was like, who yeah. is this? I am upset that he wasn't on more episodes just because chicken is a very funny name. It's an extremely funny name for a human. Uh, remember in Ko Rong when Ty adopted that chicken? Of course. And he, he named it Mark after Mark Burnett. What if he had named it human? Yeah, after chicken. Yeah, exactly. So the vote comes down to PG and our favorite guy, Chicken. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> like, I don't even know his real name. I just know no, that's Chicken. that's what his name is. <laughs> At Travel... Do you want to do a season of Survivor that's just Dudes Rock? Did we talk about this already? Uh, no, but I absolutely would love to do that. We get Chicken in there. We get Scott Pollard in there. Uh, we bring back Cliff Robinson from uh, the dead. Russell Hans. Yeah. From the dead. Uh, yeah. He's, he's been touring with the grateful dead and company. Time to yeah. get him back on survivor. He's the new Jerry. <laughs> At tribal council, Jeff asks about leadership as he does every first tribal council. Good stuff. Dave and PG raise their hands about being the leader. Who would you vote for to be leader? If you were, um, in Survivor China? Um, uh, probably PG. Yeah. She seems more on top of things. Yeah, Dave. I think she has a little less of an ego. Yes, that's important in a leader. Uh, Chicken is voted out four to two to one over Ashley and PG. Uh, very happy to see that. It wasn't either of them. Well, he wasn't so happy to see that because he said, damn, when he got voted out. He did say damn. Very funny. Um, Holy shit. Who was the uh, rooster from Looney Tunes? Foghorn Leghorn. Do you think this is Foghorn Leghorn in human form? Uh, Basically. Yeah. Okay, so the next episode we watched this week was called My Mom is Going to Kill Me. First aired September 27th, 2007. How old would you have been then, Thomas? September 27th. still would have been 16 years old. Me too. What was the number one movie this week? Uh, number one movie. Um, was it The Brave One still? Was it back-to-back weeks? Uh, the Brave One and Done, they call it, because it only lasted one week. And it starred the Bare Naked Ladies. Um, I'll give you a hint. Uh, this is the third movie in a franchise. Uh, was it Transformers 3? No, but it is an action movie of sorts. Okay. It's a third one. And the subtitle... Oh, is it, too, is, oh, is it uh, Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift? It is not. The Damn. subtitle is uh, has one word in common. It's a one-word title, uh, subtitle. 
uh, one word in common with a relatively recent season of Survivor. And it's not Survivor Feed E5, so don't even ask. Okay, well, I won't then. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It is Resident Evil Extinction. Oh, okay. Directed so, I know, like Russell. Edge of Extinction. Exactly. Resident Evil Edge of Extinction. Re- directed by Russell McMulcahy. Do you know him? Uh, not, not personally, no. He directed Russell Evil. Russ, Russell didn't evil. Russell didn't evil. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mila Jovovich, Ali Lauder, and Ashanti. Do you remember? You yes, I remember Ashanti. You ever seen a Resident Evil movie? A Russell didn't evil movie? <laughs> uh, I think I've seen the first one. I don't think I've seen any of them. I may have played one of the games at one point in my life. I've, I've played some of the games. Yeah. Like the game of Survivor, Dave embraces being the leader. It it's very interesting, I think, how easily influenced these people are by Jeff. Like, I, who cares about the leader? You know, maybe there's yeah, a Jeff is the real manipulator in this. Why is nobody talking about this? What a joy, uh, by the way. Can I just say, joy, joy. Joy to watch this era, the, to watch this era oh, of Jeff yes. at work. This is the golden era. You've heard of the golden bachelor. This is the golden era of Survivor. Yeah, it really was 2000s. like firing on all cylinders. The challenges are all fun. Jeff's uh, the right balance is being struck with Jeff. Mm-hmm. The cast is always good. Good cast. Production is not overdoing things like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's just just good. It's off to a great start. The idols are clever. Do you have you? Do you know? I, the I idols, don't know, Jake. I, th- I was a little yet? disappointed that there weren't like ten advantages that got revealed in the first two episodes. It's, it's so fun to keep track of. Uh, over on Fei Long, Jean Robert snores loudly as he naps. He's tired all the time. Oh, but this Robert, is a yeah. clever ruse. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. Yeah. This guy is so full of shit. (laughs) I love that plan. When I start working harder later, they'll be so impressed. Just be normal. Be helpful. (laughs) Like, I'm going to sleep through the hardest part of building our shelter. And then I'll start working. Mm, I actually meant to do that. Yeah. Amanda and Todd solidify their alliance. What do you think of this alliance here? Um, it's tough with this because, uh, I think I do remember them. Is Todd the surf instructor? Uh, Todd is the gay ex-Mormon flight attendant. Oh, that, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah, so it's Todd is, it's tough because I want to, normally I can go to, like, Survivor Wiki or whatever, and I can look at the cast there, but I can't do that because I don't want to have it spoiled who wins, so. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you know who wins? No, I don't. Good. It's one of the few seasons that hasn't been spoiled by Survivor itself. Uh, They have a tribe meeting, and Jean Robert suggests they all rest for a bit. You know, the first time I watched this season, I didn't like Jean Robert, but the way he's talking about resting, I really appreciate that. You you identify with him? 
And I'm like, dude, I do love a nap. I did take a nap between watching episode one and episode two today of this nice. season. Gotta pace yourself. Yeah. I mean, so much to talk about. Uh, okay, so over on Zon, who they collect mud bricks to build an elaborate barbecue pit. Sure. You know, yeah, why not? Dudes rock. Dave splashes Janie with some mud by accident. Dave and Ashley get in a fight over the fire being built. Dave is pissing everyone off. We should vote out Dave, I think. Yeah, get Dave out of here. We He's said so handsome. Dave. Time to get Dave out. Uh, he's Time so for handsome. Dave to be eliminated in real life, even though that's not what the name of that movie is. His name would have to be Dan. Oh, okay, yeah. I yeah. thought you were referencing me. This Dave. guy's not. This guy's not presidential material like the movie Dave. Yeah. Exactly, uh, but they are trying to make him the leader because he is, a, of course, a middle-aged white man. So that was uh, time. Uh, they have to push a ball through the mud at this challenge. The winners get fishing gear. And then it starts raining right before they start the challenge. And Jeff says, just like, just like we like it on Survivor, nice and wet. <laughs> Jeff, you're making me blush. <laughs> uh, Faye Long wins. They get to kidnap one person. They take Jamie. What do you think of the kidnap twist? Uh, I think it's kind of dumb, if I'm being honest. I think it's kind of fun. I like seeing a little change up in the second episode. They just like, just I guess it, it gives you a chance to hang out with the other tribe, but I don't really see what advantage you're supposed to gain. I guess you get information from the person from the other tribe if they give it to you and the that person gets advantage. to make connections. But I don't know. Uh, over on Zon, who their camp has flooded. Jamie gets the clue to their idol. And then Aaron and John Robert get in a fight. So many fights early on in this season. Do we love drama? Yeah, what is this, TNT? Tom, not Tom. Uh, over on Faye Long, Leslie is sick and wishing that she had her Bible. Although she's not religious, she just has a relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah, if they were staying in a hotel, they would have a Bible right in the drawer, but they're not, are they? Yeah. Why don't you go on a show called Staying in a Hotel, Leslie? Yeah, if you Ooh. want it to be that easy. Yeah. Why don't you go in the circle, Leslie? They've probably got Bibles there. Yeah. I guess this was go, about 20 years before the circle started, but I, I still. Bet, I bet they've got Bibles at the Haunted Castle, the murder mansion in uh, in the Traders. So the Traders. Why don't you go in there? The Traders. Yeah, that should, that should be starting up soon here, too. Uh, Jamie gives the idol clue to Jesus' best friend, Leslie. Excuse me, Jesus' business partner. Leslie. Uh, and then Leslie immediately tells Todd about her idol clue. So Todd wants Leslie out. What are people <laughs> doing? Yeah, I think Todd's got the right idea here. Right? Like, oh, I'm the Someone only person who knows trusted. about this? Okay, bye. I fully support Todd in this. Uh, at the immunity challenge, they have to smash their walls and then solve a log puzzle maze. Good challenge. I agree. I like it. I, I like ones like that where you, you know, you get you get the log all unlocked, and at the end of it, you just everyone pulls it out at the same time, and they hit a gong with it. Like that's cool. It's dramatic. It makes for good TV. So far in this season, it seems like they've done a good job of forcing all of the tribe to stay together throughout the challenge, as opposed to like 
two people do this, then four people do this, and three people do the puzzle at the end. Or I guess it's usually one or two people. Also, it's a lot easier to design challenges when there's only two tribes. Mmm. Interesting thought. I will say, 16 people, two tribes, perfection. Doesn't get no better. Perfection. 39 weeks. 39 weeks? What is this, fringe survivor? No, thank you, sir. 39 days. Yeah, 39 weeks. They're there for the whole year. That's basically what Australian Survivor is, from what I'm told. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah, 39 like, days. Yeah. All of the international versions are super long, and we're over here like, what if we made it two weeks shorter? <laughs> yeah, 39 days is way too long. It's got to be less than a month. Because of COVID. Well, COVID's over now, actually, Jeff, so we can do 39 days again. Um, Dave apologizes. You heard it here first, folks. COVID is over. Jake said it. You can, uh, you you can, can all yell at him. <laughs> you call me Jake This is our Biden. most controversial episode. <laughs> We're really unloading the takes. We don't care who we offend. <laughs> so Faylong wins this challenge. Zanhu uh, on their beach. Dave apologizes for losing the challenge. Dave Zoolander, somebody calls him. Ashley, I think it, it was. It was Ashley. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> Ashley rules. Um, I wish she had been on the show for longer. Uh, but before we talk about her untimely outing, we do have to discuss these brand new wildlife shots. Well, I mentioned how uh, we went out with a friend who uh, has listened to a few episodes of the show. She said, love the wildlife shots segment. Uh, we can, everyone agrees it's their favorite segment. It is. It's the best segment of all time, of any podcast of all time. We had uh, several shots of a monkey. I feel like whatever cameraman was on, those white monkeys really loved following them around. Because it seemed like every other scene we saw one of those white monkeys. But I was yeah. not mad about it. This is them being like, keep rolling. This is good. Yeah. This is gold. This is good shit. As Vince McMahon once said, this is such hey, this good, is good shit. good shit, pal. <laughs> uh, we saw multiple colorful, very cool dragonflies. Uh, we got a close-up of a bird, and of course, it wouldn't be Survivor China without a panda. Thomas, we finally got a panda. Are you happy? I'm so excited. These are you your favorite animals, I'm yawning. Yes? Uh, No, I'm very yeah. excited about this. Your Pandas are one of your favorite animals? I, w- I like them. I wouldn't say they're one of my favorite animals. Could you, though? Okay, sure, they are. Look, okay, we have a zoo sponsorship on the line, and they have a panda. And if you don't <laughs> no, say you so love sorry. the panda, I, I don't well, know if we land the sponsorship. You didn't say that it was the panda from Insert Zoo. That's a, that's a whole different thing. I love those pandas specifically. God, Thomas, I didn't even mention the zoo's name. How did you know it was Insert Zoo? I just had a feeling. <laughs> we bought a zoo. Great movie. Uh, obviously a black and white bear. We all know what a fucking panda looks like. How big are they? Uh, I'm going to say that they're anywhere from 6 to 10 feet tall. Okay. Um, you are expecting a lot from these bears. Uh, okay, your, so they're smaller than this. <laughs> your minimum was their maximum. Okay. Uh, they're so they're, are they like 4 to 6 feet? Precisely. Uh, how much do they weigh? Uh, I'll say like, well, they're 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 pretty hefty guys um i'll say uh anywhere from 
300 to 500. Again, you're going a little high. You're a bit on the high end. Do you want to try again? How about 200 to 400? Try 50 times less hard. 150 to 350. Oh, perfect. How'd you know? <laughs> I'm just, I had a feeling. Just like yeah. the zoo, you know? Yeah, exactly. Insert zoo. Uh, where can they be found? Other than insert zoo, obviously. Our great new sponsor, the uptime of zoos. They can be found in China, in Correct. bamboo forests. Oh my God. You're getting ahead of us. Uh, what do they eat? You know they love eating bamboo, and you know they hate having sex because they're so lazy. <laughs> How much of their diet would you say is bamboo in percentage numbers? 100%. Try the littlest bit less hard. 99%. It's 99% bamboo. The other 1% is other grasses. And then on occasion, they will eat the meat of birds, rodents, and or carrion. That's the exception that proves the rule of them always eating bamboo. Yes. Uh, true or false, they have evolved to f- uh, form an antitoxin to combat cyanide poisoning because of how much bamboo they eat. Uh, true. That would be a yeah. lot for you to make up. Yeah. Uh, are, they more, are they more closely related to bears or raccoons? Uh, raccoons. It's actually bears, but just barely. <laughs> oh, been watching a lot of Mass Singer recently, so I got puns on the brain, animal puns on the Did you see that video of those raccoons that were trying to open that door and they were just hopping up and down on two legs trying to get the handle? That's great shit. Raccoons are good. Uh, they give me the creeps, but uh, they're cute enough that I'm not mad, mad about it. How long cute do you from live? a distance. That's me. <laughs> um, how long do uh, the panda bears live? I'll say like 12 years. I'm really lowballing it. Yeah, you are. Uh, try a bit harder. 20 years. On the dot. They all die on their 20th birthday. That's a joke, obviously, but yeah, probably. It's a Logan's Run situation. That's another movie I need to see. We talked a lot about movies I haven't seen before recording today. That's another one. Uh, I have a list on Letterboxd. Are you on Letterboxd, Thomas? I am not on Letterboxd. God, get on Letterboxd. Uh, it's called... I'm on Letterboxd, though, like kids these days. We're really going into the anti-woke stuff. So you ever hear about these kids identifying as a damn cat and they need to have a damn Letterbox at their damn school? It's a wow. real thing that's definitely happening. I saw it on Facebook. And they poop and pee on it? And Yeah, and then they fucking poop and pee on it. Can you believe that? Wow. Who cleans it up? I don't know, the teacher, probably. Probably a teacher. Um, okay, this list is called Just Cool Movies, and it's just cool movies. Do you want to hear them? There's, I would love to hear some cool movies. There's 16. Hana, The Harder They Fall, Megan, Emily the Criminal, Attack the Block, The Menu, Mad Max Fury Road, John Wick. Collateral, Looper, Speed, In Bruges, Point Break, Predator, The Fly, and Leon the Professional. You haven't seen In Bruges? I have seen In Bruges. These are movies I have seen that are just oh, cool movies. Oh, that you think movies. are cool. Those are all cool movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I feel like Logan's Run is going to be one of those cool movies that I'll see one day. 
I don't anyway, know. I think that's a movie that people remember as a reference point more than they care about the actual movie. That's okay. I think if it's a cool concept, I'm willing to forgive a lot of the uh, lame parts of a movie. I feel like that and Soylent Green are similar in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, speaking of uh, things that are green, like bamboo, uh, do you think pandas live solitarily, or are they more gregarious creatures? Uh, they're, I believe they're more solitary. They are, in fact, more solitary. Uh, I did read how big their range was, and they don't like each other being in each other's ranges, but I forgot to write that part down. Uh, you already mentioned how they don't have sex. It's what very you know? hard to get them to reproduce. I know it's a problem. What do you know about their reproductive habits generally? I think that they're like they don't do it very often. Is is my understanding of it? So here's the thing: their reproductive habits are similar to that of many other mammals, specifically most. I think the brown bear. It said. Uh, but they have been found to lose interest in breeding once captured in captivity. Oh, so that's what the issue is. Once they're in captivity, yeah. they get too lazy. Yeah, exactly. It's like, well, all right. <laughs> I can't blame them for that. I get it. Um, okay. And final question. How do they rank on the IUCN red list? I'm going to say that they are, um, I'm going to say they're threatened. They are not threatened. They are, in fact, very upset about how close to extinction they are. Yes. I knew that they, were, they weren't doing so hot. But they're actually doing hotter than they had been because up until 2016, they were considered endangered. Now they're a step up. Vulnerable is the official title. Or very upset about how close to extinction they are. It's primarily because their habitat's being destroyed, right? That is correct, as... Is every animal. Um, at Trouble Council, everybody seems annoyed with Dave, but then Ashley is voted out. I didn't love this. It seemed like a good either. time to blindside Dave, but maybe in hey, a more modern season that would have happened. Yeah, this was before anybody voted out their mom, so nobody wanted to make a big Dave, move. Dave, I was very sick of him making faces at Tribal Council. It's like, all right, we get it. Yep, yep. Yep, agreed. I don't like Dave. I'm glad. I was going to say I'm glad he's gone, but he's not, is he? Glad he get to watch more of him. Um, Thomas, we're done with Zodiac quizzes. How do you feel about that? You know, I I feel like I didn't appreciate him while we had him. I, I think I'm going to miss him a little bit. Don't worry. We still have this wonderful segment, though it may not be Zodiac related any longer, because we did watch Zodiac, the culmination of all the Zodiac of Feedy 5. We're back to classic Quokes Quizzes. This is a segment called Quokes Quiz. So nasty that it's probably somewhat of a travesty having me. Then he told the people you could call me your majesty. Take your favorite films and we'll reveal which classic Hollywood actors you're a combination of. Obviously, we abandoned the football segment uh, for a movie segment, so let's do Hollywood movies. Uh, choose a 2019 Best Picture nominee. 1917? Very confusing. What is this? 1917 or 2019? I feel like that joke was pretty funny. Uh, Jojo Rabbit, Marriage Story, Ford vs. Ferrari, Little Women, Once Upon a Time, and Hollywood, do you think Joker, that, Irishman. Do you think that you should have written for the, uh, the opening monologue? That would have been probably a good joke to put in there. Here's a good joke. Um, what's the difference between Taylor Swift and 
Taylor Lautner. Uh, what's what's the difference? Uh, Taylor Swift is here. And then the drummer in the back behind me goes, that's the symbol. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say Jojo Rabbit. You're gonna, that's the one you're going to pick? Yeah, From you, 2019, yeah. You didn't even read all of them. You read one movie. I did read all of them. I read them very quickly, and you were talking over me. 1917, Jojo Rabbit, Marriage Story, Ford versus Ferrari, Little Women, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Joker, or The Irish Man. I am picking Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Just added that to a list on Hulu.com to watch. Another movie I haven't seen yet. Uh, choose a non-Disney animated film. Anastasia? The Land Before Time, Despicable Me, Shrek, Coraline, Iron Giant, American Tale, Your Name. I don't know what Your Name is. I've never heard of that. <laughs> My favorite animated movie, The Girl Reading This. I got to go with Iron Giant, right? Yeah, I'm also going with Iron Giant. It was between that and Coraline. I've heard Your Name is, very, is like a good movie. I just haven't seen it. Hey, how about this? Call Me By Your Name. Yeah, that's also choose, a movie. Choose a Meryl Streep film. Sophie's Choice, The Iron Lady, Mamma Mia, Florence Foster Jenkins. Why is that one in, like, italics? Uh, Into the Woods, Kramer versus Kramer, August Osage County, or The Devil Wears Prada. Wow, she's been in a lot of really good movies. It's bullshit that they don't have Defending Your Life on here, because that would have been a no-brainer for me. Um, I'm going to go Kramer or, versus Kramer. Adaptation would be great too. I also that also would have been a good a good thing for me to be able to pick. Um, it's between Mamma Mia and The Devil Wears Prada for me, but I do have to go with The Devil Wears Prada because as as fun as Mamma Mia is, and as much as I love Ava, it's it's fine. Uh, choose a Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Okay, Titanic, Romeo and Juliet, The Great Gatsby, The Revenant, Shutter Island. Inception, The Wolf of Wall Street, or The Aviator. Why the hell is The Great Gatsby on here? Who put that on here? Oh, shit. We didn't give them credit. Uh, Fallon 3720. Oh, it was Jimmy Fallon. 12,090 points. <laughs> this, uh, there's just so many other Leo movies that you could have. You could have put Blood Diamond in there where he does the weird South African accent. Oh, cool. I didn't know he did that in that. I thought he played an American. No, he plays a South African. He plays an Afrikaner, I believe. Okay. Um, um, I've so there's, there's one point movies. where he's talking to someone He's like, you over there, you've got uh, Bling bling, here we have bling bang And I was like, haha Good one, South African Leo um, I'm going to go Wolf of Wall Street on this one I'm going to go Inception It's one of the only two movies I've seen of these He's in so many Martin Scorsese movies, get over it I mean, Martin Scorsese movies are pretty good So it's not unreasonable <laughs> to put them on here so are Michelle Gondry movies, but where's Leonardo DiCaprio in those? Uh, choose a horror movie. The Shining, Jaws, It, Halloween, Scream, Nightmare on Elm Street, Saw, Get Out. Oh, shit. Well, if they'd put a different John Carpenter, actually several different John Carpenter horror movies on here. I like Halloween just fine. But if they'd put, even if they'd put like In the Mouth of Madness on there, I probably would have picked that. Uh, I'm going to pick Jaws. Love me some Jaws. It's a classic. Um... For me, it's between The Shining and Get Out, but I feel like I'm more going to frequent Get Out in my life than The Shining. Like, The Shining is wonderful, you know? We love The Shining. It's like the most uplifting movie of all time, and it's a feel-good film, and we all love to watch it. 
Yeah, we love finding cool sweatshirts uh, for the movie when we're thrifting. It's all good stuff. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Just watched that sweatshirt the other day. Uh, Yesterday is the other day. Choose a musical. Cabaret, Chicago, Rocky Horror, Sound of Music, Gigi, Moulin Rouge, La La Land, West Side Story. They don't have my favorite up here, which is The Shop of Horrors That Is Small. Um, For some reason, in my head, Rocky Horror Picture Show was Little Shop of Horrors, and I was like, I know Jake's going to pick that. Uh, I'm picking no. Cabaret. Cabaret is a good-ass movie. Cabaret is great. Um, and it's also the only one of these movies I've seen. <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned Chicago's before, good. La La Land was fine. <laughs> oh, it almost won an Oscar. It did almost win an Oscar, and then fortunately, Moonlight actually won. Yeah. Choose an 80s film, Heather's Breakfast Club, Footloose, E.T., The Extraterrestrial, The Goonies, Back to the Future, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Pretty in Pink. I mean, Back to the Future, obviously. Uh, Yeah, absolutely, Back to the Future. Uh, One of my favorite movies, actually. It's a great movie. Oh, speaking of favorite movies, uh, choose an Alfred Hitchcock movie. The Birds, Psycho, Vertigo, Notorious, Dial M for Murder, The 39 Steps, Rebecca, or Lifeboat. Have not seen Why the fuck don't they have Rear Window? Honestly, that's I, I was expecting Rear Window, and I was going to click it immediately. Or North uh, by Northwest. They don't have that either. I'm going to pick Vertigo. Vertigo's incredible. I will also pick Vertigo. If I'm, I, I wanted to pick a, a Jimmy Stewart one, but Rear Window is my preferred Jimmy Stewart one. Same. Rear Window's one of my favorite movies also. I just watched The Birds recently. I don't understand why people love that movie. It's I think just it's a, a very of... good concept, and I think that he's good at building suspense, but yeah, I wouldn't say it's one of his best movies. It's just a bunch of shit keeps happening, and then the movie's over. I think that's the horror of it is, though, right? Is that it's just like kind of happens out of nowhere. Just all of a okay. sudden, you're getting attacked by birds. What's going on? Okay, well, that's scary. I don't like it. Choose a Pixar film. Toy Story, Incredibles, Inside Out, Finding Nemo, Up, Wall-E, Coco, Brave. Boy, I wonder what you were going to pick. I'm going to pick Coco because I love to cry. Uh, Damn, I thought the- you were going to pick Incredibles for sure. I'm picking Incredibles. No, I'm picking The Incredibles. I was joking. You pick Coco. You no, pick Inside I'm picking Out. The Incredibles. I love The Incredibles. The Incredibles is a perfect movie also. Honey, where's my super suit? Yeah. Finally, choose a film that has won Best Original Score at the Oscars. We all remember that award. The, no, artist. the artist. We love the artist. We love Where the artist. Where artist heads at? <laughs> Black Panther, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kick, Pocahontas, Ben-Hur, Ooh. Dumbo, Grand Budapest Hotel, or Lawrence of Arabia. What the fuck are these movies? Yeah, it's a quite a of, of you know quite quite an array of them. It's funny to pick uh, just the score for Pocahontas and not like the original songs. I don't so even that doesn't remember include, the songs from Pocahontas. That doesn't, you, you're not, you don't remember Savages? Oh sure. Or uh, isn't Colors of the Wind from that too? Colors of the Wind is from that movie. Yes. Um, but anyway, the, I mean, song. the real banger on that one is obviously Savages. Savages barely even human. <laughs> I'm gonna pick Black Panther. Blank Panther. Uh, Blank Panther. I'm going to pick the Grand Budapest Hotel. Sure. Huh. Um, my. What is this? Pick your favorite films and re- reveal which classic Hollywood actors you're a combination of. Okay. I'm Fred Astaire and Judy Garland. Do you agree with Jake, that? 
I, I, I have to because I'm also Fred Astaire and Judy Garland. Maybe those are the only answers. Um, okay, well, let's do this for real. What's your favorite top five favorite movies? Five to one. I, I don't have that handy for you. Fargo. Eternal Sunshine. Princess Bride. How many is that? Three? Um, yeah, that's you. That's basically five. And, and two others. Joker and uh, Joker 2, the Joker comes back. <laughs> you already know it's going to be in your top five. You're saving a spot for it. I'm just a big Joker head, you know? Uh, Thomas, yeah. what's your blue sky? <laughs> Follow me at tom.tom.bsky.social. Mm-hmm. The only fun, uh, excuse me, only fun survivor pod at bsky.social for the podcast. Or on YouTube, the only fun survivor podcast, which apparently made somebody mad at one point. Um, I don't think we got uh, any... Look, people, a lot of people, it's like the comic where they, they yelled at, they hated Jesus because he spoke the truth. Like, yeah. they hated us because we spoke the truth about being the only fun survivor podcast. Yeah, like, excuse us for making jokes about... Um, Leslie's love of her business partner, Jesus Christ. Yeah, if you're uh, if you are if you are criticizing us for saying that, you're the guy in that one comic panel that says "shut up" to Jesus. Is that yeah. who you want to be? And we're the Jesus of the podcast world, of the Survivor podcast worlds. We're kind of the Jesus and Jesus's brother. We're pulling a John Lennon right now. <laughs> uh, Thomas, what can people comment on YouTube? Should they want to comment on YouTube? Ha ha ha, very funny smiley face. Wonderful. Our last poll asked, is Jeff Probst the Zodiac? Yes, no, or who can say? How do you feel it shaped out? Well, from what you were telling me, it didn't seem like anyone watched this, so I'm going to say uh, <laughs> no votes. We got 29% for yes, 29% for no, and 43% for who can say. Correct. Um, what's our next, uh, what's our next poll? What's the poll for this week, Thomas? That's a good question. Um, should, should, uh, should chicken return to Survivor? That's a great question. Yes or question. no? 100% yes. It's been a while since we've had 100% on any response, but I think, I feel like that's going to do it. Uh, we have a few shows on Patreon.com at Patreon.com slash JustPodcasts. Plenty of shows, plenty of interests that Thomas and I have that we share and want to get paid for. Thomas, what's one of those interests in the show attributed to it, associated with it, I should say? So I know that we got Tony Showlube on there, but I'm That's proposing right. that we that we have a podcast called Just Giamatti that just is spelled like G-I-A-S-T. Or G, right. maybe G-I-U-S-T, yeah. Giamatti. Yeah, and, just uh, like Giamatti, yeah. Yeah, just because, you know, The Holdovers is getting nominated for stuff, and I like that movie, and I like Paul Giamatti, and I think it would be oh. fun to talk about Paul Giamatti's career for, and we'll say, a, a cold $300,000 a month. Easy money. Everybody's got it. Everybody's happy about it. Um, I just saw The Holdovers is available on one of um, the streaming services, which is great because I refuse to go outside. Um, Meanwhile, what 
can people write on Apple reviews? Well, it's very simple. Um, this is my favorite podcast. I like it better than all the other podcasts. I give it a big thumbs up. Fantastic. Five stars um, only. Yeah, thanks. Uh, okay, well, it's um, it's the new year, and that makes us very happy, and uh, it's the middle of winter. We're going to get a snowstorm here tonight. Two of them, actually. Two of I them, yeah. I heard that you were uh, hoping they would kiss. Yeah, I hope the I hope the storms kiss. Wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be that'd be fun for everybody. Um, okay, well, until then, and by then I mean next week when we watch episodes three and four of Survivor China. Ooh, can you say it like the funny way? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, the hottest joke of twenty twenty four. China. <laughs> Alright, speaking of hot stuff, have a great summer. Deuces. Here, do you think this is a good joke? Uh, my dad and I were talking, and my brother-in-law, we're all, we were all talking about Elton John. Uh, and, of course, my dad, being a boomer, wanted to talk about his sexuality. Of course, yeah. Uh, and He's to, pretty gay. He like, I mean, yeah, I think it's fair game. He, <laughs> he said, yeah, back, back in the 70s, uh, he and Bowie, too, both said, um, we're not gay, we're bisexual. Didn't Freddie Mercury also say that? Oh, yeah, I think he might have mentioned Freddie Mercury also. He was like, yeah, back then you could be bisexual but not gay. And I was like, here's my joke that I think is not a joke. It's actually a true thing. Now you can be gay but Uh, not bisexual. Now you can be gay but not bisexual. Do you agree or disagree? Um, I think I agree. Bisexuals are the most... They're too annoying. Wow. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) Just because you're right doesn't mean you have to say it. Yeah, I do have to say I'm sorry. I just call it like I see it. (laughs) Uh, You're not wrong, though. Um, (laughs) What if we ranked the people of the LGBT uh, community in terms of annoyingness? That's a funny bit. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you don't want me to do that. I will say, I mean, my experience, I don't see many gay people talking about the way that they sit and describing that as being gay. So, Eric's theory on oh, that yeah. made a lot of sense to me. He was like, there's a lot of crossover between people with ADHD and people that are bisexual. And I think that's more of an ADHD thing that they attribute to being bisexual. That's, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. Um... I like bisexual people because they're all sluts, and that's fun. See, that's the, the, this is it. where we're running into the problem for me. Is <laughs> I got no problem with, like, conduct yourself how you want there, but I'm allowed to be annoyed. I, uh, I, uh, I love to flirt with anybody who wants to flirt with me. Um, yeah, it's tiresome. Think, Why is that bad? Dude, it's so annoying. You know it's annoying when you're just trying to, like... You're trying to enjoy some time out, and it's like, oh, great. There they go again. <laughs> oh, great. Another bisexual as, as someone is flirting friends with, with me. I have, I have uh, uh, you know, a number of bisexual friends. They, they, it's not a What's universal behavior, but I'm going to say that it is a thing. That type of behavior is something that you mainly see for bisexual people. Smarten up, probes. <laughs>